Thank you for listening to Merch Newbies, the podcast created specifically for the growing community of new merch by Amazon sellers. Join our Facebook group. The link is in the episode notes or go to Facebook and search Merch Newbies. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or would like to share your merch experience and be a guest on the podcast, email us at merchnewbies at gmail.com. Welcome to the Merch Newbies podcast. I am your host, Jeff. This is episode number four. It is very hard to believe that I've been doing this for a month right now, but I've had fun. I've had fun also kind of just interacting with everybody in the merch space, getting to know different individuals and seeing some sales come through. So we'll just jump right into it this week. Sales for this past week. I've had three sales, including one today on merch. I've had two additional sales on Redbubble, so I would say that's a total of five for the week. Redbubble was a sticker sale. It was a large eight and a half by eight and a half sticker, so I want to just thank whoever out there purchased that particular sticker because I didn't even know that Redbubble sold them that size. And I also want to thank the people that were on the Facebook group where I learned about upping the margins on Redbubble because that allowed me to clear about $4 just for a sticker. So definitely a crazy margin right there for a sticker, but a total of six merch sales. So tier 10 and you know still doing decent amount of sales. So hopefully I can tear up here pretty soon. Now I see people that have been tearing up and It has been an interesting ride thus far because I have not been following any traditional type or any formal training when it comes to merch. I've just been kind of going at it a little bit based off my own retail background, based off of what I know from general SEO, a little bit of retail arbitrage I've done before from between Amazon and eBay. So just kind of putting those different practices into place and It's been pretty successful for me on merch, and I've had a pretty good time on Redbubble as well. So uh, like I've always said before in the other podcasts, go in, make sure that you are not only using merch to your advantage, but you're also utilizing other POD platforms as well. I have a couple different topics I want to go over today on the podcast. It was a very interesting weekend because after I listened to uh, the Merch Minds podcast with Glennon Young, I went in their group over the weekend and I, I saw this one one individual who was a designer that was up, upset about something. And he really let a lot of his emotions and his own beliefs kind of get to him. And long story short, it snowballed. I've looked into the different Facebook groups as to how a lot of new merch sellers get in there and they start asking questions and just want to go over some basic ground rules that I I see people not really adhering to it's very clear and easy that they're not reading, you know, kind of the rules of the page. So if you're listening to this podcast and you are new in merch, let me give you some tips as to what not to do when you're going on to a Facebook group and you're just getting ready to post your first post. The first thing that you want to do is perform a search in the group on a question that you may have, because chances are it's asked That question that you have has been asked at minimum 10 to 15 times before. Unless you have a really unique question, put whatever you want to know in that little search bar and search it in the group. You'll find dozens and dozens of posts about it. You'll find links probably that would help you solve your situation a lot faster than you getting comments and having to weed through the sarcastic comments 
and um, you know people just people are very protective about some of the information that's being shared and I I think people within those Facebook groups are honestly they're just getting tired of answering the same question over and over again and it seems like something that people that are new to merch by Amazon are doing so if you go into a Facebook group you're accepted by the admins definitely make sure that you perform a search on whatever topic you have a question about whether it's what type of audience that you need to target what's the best audience to target what how to find keywords how to find designers different fonts that can be used you know there's a tons of information out there people share information almost every single minute on these Facebook groups. So I'm pretty sure you're familiar with a lot of the different Facebook groups. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time and you're not familiar with the Merch Newbies Facebook group, the link to Merch Newbies Facebook group will be in the list. Go ahead and join it. We are growing at a very, very slow pace right now, but I still think that you know there's there's value to be had for people that are new to merch. So going back to this past weekend, the next tip that I have for you when it comes to Um, a little bit of Facebook group etiquette is don't let your emotions create turmoil. What does that mean? Don't let your, don't post anything in the group. If you're going back and forth in a conversation, that is an emotionally driven post. No matter how you feel about a situation, no matter what your beliefs are, no matter how you feel somebody, they may have said something to you, And you didn't like the tone of the text, which makes no sense because text has no tone. Don't let your emotions drive your next response because that can get you booted from a group pretty easily. And seen that happen over the weekend. So that's the second big thing that wants you to know about the Facebook etiquette. And the third is being being new into merch and being new to some of these Facebook groups. You may feel that you don't have much value to add. But as you experience these everyday occurrences of you going in, looking at your listings, you being upset about sales not coming in, you testing out different prices and different price points, chances are there's somebody in that same boat that's going to violate tip number one about performing a search for a question that they may have to see if somebody's answered it already. Chances are somebody is going to post within the next five to 10 minutes in a Facebook group that's going to ask the same question that somebody has asked time and time again, and you are going to come across that answer when you're going to come across that question. My tip to you is add value. Share some of your personal experiences. Share what what you've read in the different groups, what you may have read on Reddit, you know, wherever you get your information from. Share it, add some value, add content, because honestly, you are growing to become a subject matter expert in the world of merch. Whether you believe it or not, you are definitely growing your skill set with merch. If you think about if you're stuck in tier 10 and you're going between designs and you're trying to figure out different keywords to use, this is all a learning experience. Whether whether you have experience in SEO and marketing and e-commerce, or if you don't have any experience and you heard that merch was a great platform to get on and you could potentially make some money, you are growing your skill set and you have advice that you can share with others because you don't want others to make the same mistakes that you had. 
add value. Don't let your emotions get the best of whatever you're getting ready to post out there in the Facebook groups. Always perform a search in the group before you ask the question. It'll just make your experience that much better. So to segue into the next topic I want to get into is newbies within the merch atmosphere get on these Facebook groups and they ask a lot about what niches can I get into? What audience should I target? How do I find the quote unquote perfect niche to get into? There is no perfect audience to target. There are millions upon millions of shirts out there. There are millions of products out there on Amazon and people are going on Amazon every single day. You cannot overcomplicate that particular situation. What does that mean? Don't think too hard. I will tell you that I said it earlier in the podcast that I did not follow a traditional format when it came to merch. I just kind of went with my previous experience, kind of like went with some of the designs that I knew I could do pretty quickly to put up. Um, some of the thought, some of the things that I thought was funny. And that's something that I continue to do to this day. But a little modified because I just have a, I don't know, I'm not 100% perfect, but I kind of have an eye and an ear for certain things, right? When it comes to overcomplicating, some people just may be thinking too hard. And there's a lot of information out there about not targeting the easy audience, right? So nurses, oversaturated. Dogs, oversaturated. Um, Construction workers, Maybe not 100% oversaturated, but I would guess it's pretty damn close. But what you want to do is you want to, you know, just think about what people are into. Think about hobbies. Think about things that people like to do on the weekends or things that people may be into. I mean, there's there's a there's a myriad of different options that you can target. And a little bit later on in the podcast, there's I'll give you another hint as to you know, what are the best ways that you can actually target these particular audiences? Another tip that I have on when it comes to selecting an audience to to target is don't miss out on local events. And I get it that that some of the merch by Amazon sellers are not located in the U.S. And, you know, they may not know exactly what's going on in different cities or different states. But, you know, I think that it's important to capture an audience that has a local passion about certain things. It's a unique experience and it's a unique opportunity because there are some audiences out there that are very, very small, right? You might have 150,000 people that that have a passion about oranges, right? And there's a local orange parade in Sacramento, California, I guarantee you that those people in Sacramento, California that are going to that orange parade, they are going to go on Amazon to look to see if there's anything that they can wear that may be a novelty, that may be quirky, something that you know would get some laughs, be a nice conversation starter. And you know when those type of events happen, people are passionate about it. And the reason why I say that is because I created a shirt three days ago. And this particular shirt is geared towards an event that is happening in a city and state in about, um, looking at the calendar here, in about one month, a little over a month, right? And this particular shirt 
has already sold. It sold the day after I put it up. A local event, found out about it via the internet, put up a very simple design. This design had no more than three words and one graphic, and it has already sold. So you can't tell me that local events are not a good idea because you do have an audience behind it. And you may say, well, how do I promote that particular shirt? I don't want to buy Facebook ads and I'm not accepted to AMS just yet, which is Amazon's paid uh, advertising. But that's all well and good because you have social media. Utilize the different hashtags that may be out there. Kind of do your own research. Do your searches to see kind of what that community is involved in. And with the different keyword tools that are available to you and just you know search bars that are available to you, you're guaranteed to find it out. And it's so what's so interesting is that particular shirt that I sold, there is not I I tried to find a shirt on Amazon, whether it was somebody that was selling um, a merch T-shirt or whether it was somebody that was just, you know, somebody with fulfillment by Amazon. And I didn't find anything. So right now. Until there's a copycat that goes out and copies my design or just makes a better design, I'm the only person selling in that particular audience right now. And I have about 37 days to continue selling that shirt before the actual event. Don't miss out on local events because that's important. Another one is to uh, commemorate milestones for different events, sports, etc., and what you have to be careful of is you have if you're going to commemorate certain milestones, say if it's like a sports team that has done something great lately, um, you, know, you don't want to use that particular team's logo, of course, or their actual name, but you can get creative with it. I'll tell you that um, before I got started in merch, I actually purchased a shirt from Amazon when I was going to a football game and the shirt was about how great the team had done prior to the season starting. I thought it was just a funny shirt because it was so unique that I know nobody would have it at the particular game that I went to. I realized now after getting into merch that it was basically a merch shirt. So what somebody did was they took a milestone from a sporting team that's not even in the state that I live in and created a created a design for it. Simple design, but it held it, it held a message that you know that was relevant to the occasion, and I purchased it. So somebody got paid royalties off of the particular shirt that I bought, and I remember the price of the shirt. So it may have been somebody that was very similar to a lot of the newbies that are playing around with the pricing game, and they priced it at fourteen ninety nine. So don't overlook those milestones that are happening out there. It's one of those things where you know you just have to do some searching. Go to Google, visit ESPN. You know, there's there, there's a lot of different outlets that you can go to and find out who's doing what and what may resonate with fans of that particular audience. The next tip that I have for you is to use holidays as a guide when selecting an audience to target. And you're like, what does that mean? I'll explain it. Target an audience inside of the larger holiday. And I'll use a shirt that I've sold three of thus far. It's a St. Patrick's Day shirt, but I'm targeting an audience that's probably looking for a shirt for St. Patty's Day, but it's relevant to a very specific audience. Now, it's a double entendre on the shirt. There's a there's a double meaning there. 
However, somebody in a certain profession would love that particular shirt, which it seems people have because there's three of them that sold. And then there's just your there's your everyday St. Patrick's Day bar hopper, you know, pub crawl, whatever you want to call it. There is somebody that gets a kick out of this shirt. And like I said, it has a double entendre, so it can cross different audiences and demographics there. So you know, don't overcomplicate it. Don't miss out on local events that may be happening. I would say target about a month out because shipping from merch shirts takes a few days. So make sure you're about a month in advance when it comes to designing these particular shirts and loading them up on merch, especially being limited to just 10 designs. Uh, Look at different milestones that may be happening when it comes to different events or different sports teams. And always just think about what holidays can you target certain certain groups, uh, certain niches inside of. So the next piece wanted to get into, just got a couple more here for you. Like I said, I like to keep these short because I know a lot of people listen to them on their commutes to and from work, uh, but just try to make them as valuable as possible. I was reading the Merchant Former blog last night, and if you listen to episode three of the podcast, Tejas Patel mentioned his success that he's had after reading the Merchant Former blog and how he uses Merchant Former to this day. And I made a promise that I would go ahead and start looking at Merchant Former and I would sign up for the actual trial. So reading the blog and reading some of the case studies on there, I found out that at the, I don't know if it was, I can't remember if it was the end of January or the end of February, but they actually came out with a newbie plan. So the traditional monthly plan for Merchant Former is $19.99 a month. And I know people are hesitant about spending $20 a month, but the tips and everything on Merchant Former, they basically should get you to you know, net more than $20 a month in Amazon royalties, provided you're not trying to sell your shirts at $12.99 or $13.99. Even, even if you sold 20 shirts at $14.99, you would make enough in royalties to cover at least the monthly cost of the basic plan. But Merchant Former came out with Merchant Former for newbies. And it has the same three-day trial. So it lets you try three days for free to check out the platform. It's a little bit limited in functionality based off of, if you look at that regular monthly plan versus the newbie plan. But it gets you a decent amount of information that you would want when doing research for what shirts you should upload. So it lets you search products, lets you search keywords. You know, there's 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 definitely a lot of information in there that if you were to get the regular monthly plan being new in the merch, you may be a little bit overwhelmed by. But it is a great tool. I would say thus right now I'm using it myself. I found it to be a great tool, especially for somebody that's new that doesn't really have the experience dealing with keywords and t- dealing with targeting different audiences. So if you sign up for that particular trial, definitely make sure you're signing up for the and you have three days to spare where you can really invest in invest that time testing out the different capabilities. Because like I said, it can be a lot for somebody that's new to this whole space, but it's very user friendly. So Merchant Former, I'm not affiliated with Merchant Former. The Merch Newbies podcast is not affiliated with Merch Informer, but this is just for newbies. And I really want to let everybody know that 
they have a $9.99 a month plan for anybody new to Merch by Amazon that wants to test out their newbie plan. So the last thing I have for you guys is what I like to call a pro tip. One of the things that I found success in is marketing my designs on social media, namely Pinterest and Instagram. But this particular tip that I have for you is on Instagram. Um, it's not anything native to the Instagram platform. However, it can help you if you're trying to find out which hashtags to use in your comments to actually get people to see your designs if you're posting them out on Instagram. It is called Display Purposes. The real title is For Display Purposes Only, but it's displaypurposes.com and I'll make sure to include a link in the podcast description so that way you can get to the um, you can get to the website there. But it basically lets you input a hashtag. As soon as you hit enter, you get hashtag suggestions based on the relevance and popularity. And the nice piece about that is it filters out spam hashtags that a lot of people use. You're actually seeing hashtags that will actually resonate with the audience that you're targeting. So say if you start targeting the state of California and you put in California, it will give you everything that is popular right now that has that is relevant to California. And you can input that into the comments. You can take that hashtag. They have what is called copy mode where it allows you to copy the hashtags to post into your comments. The nice thing about copy mode is you can toggle on and off if you want the five periods to come before your hashtags. And if you're unfamiliar with Instagram, if you have the five periods above your hashtags, what it allows you to do is people actually have to tap on kind of like a get more button to actually see what your actual comment was. So it doesn't fill your it doesn't fill your comment with a bunch of spam because as people look at it, they just see that you whatever your username is, you commented on your post and it has three dots there and they have to actually engage with that particular three dots to actually see the hashtags that you use. You're looking at making sure that your designs are going out to the most relevant audience that you're actually targeting. And I get it. There's 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 struggles with Instagram because you can't post clickable links in your actual comments and posts. But you can post a link in your bio, right? And I get it. It can be frustrating because you're going into your bio, constantly changing out the links if you, if you don't have a very unique brand name that you're using for your merch listings. However, I have found that if you put the link into the comments, somebody is actually going to go in there and type out that link. So definitely use a URL shortener. If you are not familiar with the URL shortener, go to bit.ly, that's bit.ly, or you can go to Google's own URL shortener, goo.gl. You can paste the link for your Amazon listing into that, and once you hit shorten, it automatically shortens the URL to um, you know, a certain number of characters, and then you can just copy and paste that into the actual, uh, you go in to edit your, your uh, caption, and you can go in and put that URL there. So that way people can still see the valid URL to your particular design, uh, your particular shirts on merch. 
And, you know, what a better way to, as people are scrolling through your feed, because we all know the Instagram algorithm is not as sequential as it used to be. But, you know, people can go in there, they'll see your posting. If they like it, you know, they're going to look at typing in that actual link and that drives them to your page. Whether or not they buy is on them, but you're still driving that particular content to your page. and You don't have to worry about you know, oh, nobody will actually click on the right link because they have. if they go to my bio, it may be a different link. So you always want to make sure you go back in, edit those posts, toss your link in there because there's somebody that's actually going to go to the actual page. One of the tips that I found this week to be very uh, useful when it comes to Instagram as well, besides the hashtag tool, is that when you're making your Instagram posts, tag a location, whether it's city or state, because you'll increase visibility. And over the past two days, I've been I, I've been trying this particular tactic out. And I've been able to increase my followers 23% with two posts a day. I'll post once in the morning. And then I'll post again in the evening, maybe late afternoon. Based off of what the analytics tell me is when you know my audience typically engages with my posts. But... You know, I look at those particular things and I've really found that tagging a location when making your Instagram post actually gives you a little bit more visibility. So if you're looking to gain followers, if you have an account that doesn't really have too many followers and you know, if you're out, if, if you are making content that is city, maybe state specific, you know, definitely utilize that. Going back to the tip on targeting different audience is about local events utilize that's where you really want to utilize that because you're guaranteeing that there's somebody that's within that particular city or within that you know the larger the larger state that's actually seeing that content and i'm not 100 percent sure about the instagram algorithm whether or not they show people local content or you know statewide content before they actually see Instagram photos that are out there, but utilize it, test it out. We are in this environment to test and learn as newbies to merch. And that's all I have for you today. Go back, listen to some of that Facebook group etiquette. Make sure that you're not violating any rules. You don't want to get booted from any groups. This is a great community where you can learn a lot from a lot of different individuals that are experiencing some of the same stuff that you are. Um, you know, don't overcomplicate your niches. If you are really invested in learning a little bit more about merch, definitely sign up for Merch Informer's newbie program. Like I said, there's a free three-day trial. Then it's just $9.99 a month. And go to displaypurposes.com if you're using Instagram to find out which relevant and which popular hashtags you can use to gain some additional visibility on your listings. Thank you all for listening. I hope you found this content valuable. As always, please, please, please send feedback to MerchNewbies at gmail.com. Join the Merch Newbies Facebook group. The link is also in episode notes as well. Have a great week. I'll talk to you guys next week.